Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Rob Porter here on 970 WDAY and 93.1 FM. Good afternoon, Natil. How are you? Doing good. Weather's nice for a change out here. I hope things are looking pretty decent up in Minot, I mean, other than the dryness that we're all dealing with. Well, it's been gloomy, and I think we're supposed to get thunderstorms this afternoon. So oh, aren't you lucky? Be, we're not uh, supposed to get any thing. rain today. Yeah, I think we're supposed to this evening sometime. Lucky. Anyway, hey, coming up later in the yeah, coming up later in the pro- program, uh, Brandon Medenwald. He is the force, the driving force, the organizer behind that ballot measure to have uh, the to end North Dakota's blue laws. You remember we had this debate back during the legislative session. The legislature failed to pass. The bill it passed the House, it failed in the Senate uh, by a close vote, uh, and so now there are a group of people that want to put it on the statewide uh, ballot, and we'll talk with him about that, what specifically they're proposing. We could certainly talk with you about whether or not you would sign the petition, uh, whether or not you would vote for it if it was on the ballot. i uh, love to hear from you, 701-293-9000, email talk at wday.com. And, and until, uh, one thing that I learned today, and appa- apparently this was in the works for quite a while but i'm just getting the news today and it upsets me i'm not very happy with the coca-cola company right now oh my god are you upset about them taking away coke zero i am oh lord almighty the new coke zero is going to be fine it's going to taste more like real coke which is better i don't want it to taste more like real coke i like coke zero well then start drinking diet coke and quit complaining and diet coke tastes weird too i don't like diet coke either i like i like the taste of coke zero i think it's great I, I think you know actually you know why they came up with Coke Zero because because people perceive Diet Coke as being a female brand. What no? Yes, that's and so stupid. Coke Zero was for men. That's dumb. It's like, no, the, doctor, not, it's like the Dr Pepper Ten. Yeah, well, I don't know. That's, I don't know. That, that, that was behind it, but I, I I can tell you, I'm I'm upset about it. I'm oh, I am no. not I am <laughs> I am not happy about it. Apparently, they're going to end it in August. You're going to go on Doomsday and stock up, fill your basement. I, uh, Go to every Walmart in the I tri-state might. area. This is from USA Today. One of Coca-Cola's best-known diet soft drinks is getting a tweak in name, taste, and packaging. Coca-Cola said Wednesday that it would replace Coke Zero in the U.S. market with a new diet soft drink, Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, after foreign sales of the new recipe and brand showed encouraging signs. Uh, to avoid the inevitable comparisons to the new Coke brand that flopped in the 1980s as a reformulated replacement for Coca-Cola, the beverage giant says it spent more than five years on research, recipe mixing, and testing of Coca-Cola Zero Sugar uh, before starting sales. Uh, Coca-Cola Zero Sugars will get fresh packaging featuring more of Coca-Cola Classic's trademark red wrapping with a splash of black to reflect Coke Zero's previous look. Uh, now sold in more than 25 markets, the fizzy drink is set to hit the U.S. in August. After Coca-Cola Coke uh, Zero Sugar comes to the U.S., Coke Zero will be phased out. Uh, so, okay, so maybe maybe it'll be around a little bit longer than August. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess it says it's very similar to Coke Zero. T- the taste. I haven't tasted this new stuff. Maybe it'll be fine. I just don't. I just don't like change. And I, I don't know. I mean, I I've really come to like Coke Zero. I've lost. I, I feel like I've lost a lot of weight because of Coke Zero. I drink way too much soda. I do uh, too. To begin I, have, with. I have a distinct soda addiction. You can tell because yeah. every morning. Eric Johnson gives me a little bit of heck for cracking open a Dr Pepper. Yeah, I don't, I don't drink, I don't drink uh, coffee. Not never been a coffee drinker. I drink soda. 
right? That's that's my caffeine delivery mechanism, I guess. Um, and so, you know, Coke Zero is I, – I, I switched from regular Coke to Coke Zero as a way to just – I mean, I know it's not that much healthier, really, in the grand scheme of things, but if I'm going to drink the soda anyway – Coke Zero is better than Coca-Cola, I, I guess, from a from a health point of view. So, you know, I drank Coke Zero, and I like it, and now I'm upset that they're changing it. I hate it when they do stuff like this. I don't know that it's going to be the new Coke thing because it's not like they're they're replacing the flagship brand, right? We're not replacing Coca-Cola Classic. We're replacing Coke Zero, but still. I don't know. Maybe it'll be fine. It just You got to give stuff a chance, Rob. You got to give it a chance. I don't have to give it a chance. Why can't they just leave well enough alone? Were well, the sales not okay? No, they weren't. Sales were doing very poorly for Coke Zero. Hmm. <laughs> mm. I don't know. Is that true? Is that yes? We, I'm, we, I'm, 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 I'm sitting here reading. I'm sitting here trying to read the uh, read the. Uh, the USA Today article to see if they have anything about Coke Zero sales. Eric and I talked about it this morning on the morning show, and sales are not doing well. I'm bringing Eric in right now. Well, let me put it to you this way, Rob. If enough people liked it, do you think they'd be changing it? <laughs> I, I don't know. Companies do stupid things all the time. Look at how often they take perfectly good TV shows off the air. Well, they Everybody was watching Firefly. They took that off the air. No, nobody was watching Firefly while it was on the air. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I had heard. It's all over the place. It's a huge story with uh, Coke Zero being discontinued, and that was one of the things I heard in one of the national ta- talk shows, that they were struggling with sales, and they what you kind of alluded to is they've been trying this uh, Coke Zero Sugar, and it's done pretty well in the European market, so they liked what they saw over there, so they want to try and make a switch. Yeah, that that's always a great strategy. The Europeans love it, so obviously <laughs> it'll go well in North in uh, you know America. You know, Rob, you're the one that's always talking about you know free market this and consumerism yeah. that. And- Coke can do whatever the hell they like. That doesn't mean I have to like it. I'm not talking for a law to like ban it. I'm just saying I'm upset with them right now. Mm, well, no, not, not not upset enough to subject myself to Pepsi products, but <laughs> I, I will say this, Rob, we don't work for Coke. So <laughs> seems like he's yeah. getting a little feisty at us. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I don't mean I'm, I'm a little feisty because I feel like my caffeine supply is going to dry up. So now I'm getting like, you know, well, and to be fair, I'm poking your caffeine bear. I mean, if someone yeah. were if if like Pepsi were like, ah, oh, we're going to mess with Dr. Pepper, I'd probably throw several tables across a room. Yeah. Have they said when the me. zero sugar is officially going to hit the store shelves so we can August, try it? August, I guess That's it's going to be here in August, and then they're going to phase out Coke Zero. So may- maybe they'll realize. Maybe they- we could just keep both. I don't think we'll keep both. I think it'll, it'll be one or the other. And maybe if you're very, very lucky, it'll be the real Coke Zero. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. All right. On to a happier note. Uh, we are giving away prizes today. We have a prize to give away this hour uh, because we are celebrating our new simulcast on 93.1 FM. So that means we're going to get $93 in prizes. And this hour, we're giving away a $93 for Fargo Coke or Fargo Cork. Excuse me. Yes. And if you have never been there and I don't know if you have because you don't live in the metro, but they have really good food. <laughs> All right, so so stay listening. When we go to a break a little bit later in the program, uh, we will have you call in, uh, and you can get a $93 gift certificate to Fargo Coke. Or, Fargo Coke. Well, I got Coke on the mind. Slip. Fargo Cork. That's coming up, so stay tuned for that. I'll tell you when to call in, uh, and we'll uh, we'll get that done. This is the Rob Report 
on 970 WDAY and 93.1 FM, 701-293-9000. What do you think of this Coke Zero thing? Am I overreacting? Yep. Maybe. I, I probably am. Probably. I am upset. 701-293-9000, Email talk at WDAY.com. We'll be back. Don't go away. She's playing with her jewelry. She's putting up her hair. She's touring the facility. Welcome back, Rob Report on 970 WDAY. 701-293-9000, 888-970-9329, email talk at WDAY.com. We're talking about this stupid thing Coke's doing where they're getting rid of Coke Zero. Or it looks like, more than likely, they're getting rid of Coke Zero. Coke Zero Sugar is coming in, and um, that's going to start in August, at which point they're going to phase out Coke Zero. And I, I don't know. They're saying that the Coke Zero Sugar tastes more like regular Coke. And to me, that's the problem. Regular Coke doesn't taste that good to me anymore. Like, it tastes, it tastes a little too, like, syrupy, a little too sugary. Coke Zero is what tastes good to me now. And now now I guess this change is going to require me to, to – it's going to require me to change, and it's making me feel upset. Karen's got a comment. Go ahead, Karen. What's up? Actually, this is exactly what it sounded like when they brought out new Coke. New Coke, yeah. I myself like all colas, Pepsi Cola. I really like pop, and you can put any cola in front of me, and I like it. I don't like Pepsi. Thanks for the call, Karen. I appreciate it. I can't. I don't, I don't understand how Pepsi's still in business. It can't be from selling Pepsi. It has to be hey, some of their hey, other products. I like Pepsi, especially from a fountain. It's good in a fountain. I don't drink it from bottles what? usually. It well, that's because everything from the fountain tastes flat, so you don't notice it with Pepsi. What? No. If you're getting flat soda from fountains, you're going to the wrong fountains, okay? I guess. I guess I'm not going to the classy Coke fountain places. You know, I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. Pepsi's gross. I don't like I don't like Pepsi. It's got to be a Mountain Dew is what keeping Pepsi afloat. I think. Okay, we can we can maybe we can maybe still be friends and coworkers here. How do you feel about Dr Pepper? I think Dr Pepper's good. I like Dr Pepper. Okay, then we're fine. I mean, it's not Mr Pibb, but it's okay. Mr Pibb is Mr <laughs> Pibb is nice. Honestly, on occasion, I like a Mr <laughs> Pibb occasionally, um, and also I also definitely prefer Mellow Yellow to Mountain Dew, but. Pepsi owns Dr. Pepper, which is pretty much my lifeblood. All right. I feel like we're discussing, like, fine wines here or something, but it's you know vintages of sodas or something. Someday there's going to be a Sodas Anonymous, and you and I are going to have to stand in front of a group of people. Probably. I, I'm have Nateel, a problem. and I'm addicted to soda. You know, you know the thing I don't get? There's that, there's that Mexican Coke, right? Like, everybody's, because the Mexican Coke is made with cane sugar, cane as a, sugar as opposed to corn. I've, I've, I've had some of it. I don't know. It doesn't seem like anything all that special to me. See, and for me, it's the fact that it comes in the glass bottles because I think that everything tastes better in a glass bottle. I think that's part of why I like stupid Izzy's so much. Stupid, expensive, artisan fruit sodas. Yeah. They come in glass bottles and everything tastes better. I'm trying to think of other things that, that companies have done where they've taken something that I liked off and just stopped making it. I mean, it hasn't happened a lot. I, I don't know. I, I don't. I guess I don't. Maybe I don't have very esoteric tastes in things that you know, marginal products or whatever. I, guess I got Coke really Zero upset well. when Berry Berry Kicks changed. Oh, that's like a breakfast cereal. Yeah, because it used. I don't it, know. I, 
It used to be like all berry, and now it's like half berry, half regular kicks, so it's like healthier. I'm not eating berry cereal to be healthy. Just give me the berries. I can't confirm this because I didn't get to eat a lot of Lucky Charms when I was a kid. Like, it was like a contraband. I had to, like, eat it when I went to other parents' house because my <laughs> parents wouldn't let me eat marshmallows for breakfast. Well, you could get cereal without marshmallows. Right. Well, I didn't want to eat. I, Lucky Charms is what I like. I don't feel like the Lucky Charms marshmallows are as big. I, I can't confirm this. I haven't, like, looked it up or anything. But I don't. I feel like the marshmallows have changed over time. I They're eat, not as big. I eat so or, many Lucky Charms. Or as plentiful. It well, was- it's. It's basically a bowl of sugar for breakfast is what that is. Oh, it was so good, though. But, you know, the the best was, and now I can only get them in one large store that exists, Rice Krispies Treats cereal. Yeah. It's like somebody somebody took Rice Krispie Treats and then dried them out and smashed them into cereal. So you're basically just eating a Rice Krispie Treat in a bowl with milk. I'm still preoccupied by the fact that Coke Zero is apparently going off the market, and I'm going to have to figure out how to function without it. I had a whole, by the way, I had topics planned for the whole first part of this show. And then this I had happened. topics that, that were actual political stuff. And then five minutes before showtime, I find out that Coke Zero is not going to be on the market anymore. Are you going to have to start drinking coffee? Ugh. <laughs> I don't, I don't like coffee. I don't even like, I don't even like the Starbucks. Like my dad was a cop, right? So my dad's view on coffee is black, right? Just straight out of the pot into the cup, drink it black. But I can't even stand all these frou-frou, whatever, custom. I don't even know. It's like they're speaking a different language at Starbucks. I go in there. I'm completely confused. I don't know what half this stuff is. I don't I, I don't know. I don't like the taste of coffee, though. I never have. So that's not going to be an option for me. Not even like the, the candy they sell at Starbucks or Caribou Coffee or whatever. I, that's just not an option for me. So I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to figure something out. I, I don't know. Maybe make my peace with this... Uh, this uh, zero sugar Coke, whatever they're doing, but shame on you, Coca Cola. Hey, you you won't often hear this from me, but is 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 nothing sacred? Oh, nothing geez. Is... here it goes. Yeah, yeah, I, I I am not one. I I believe in the free market, like Catholics believe in the Holy Trinity, Let right? Pile but... up your soap boxes. Come on, right? I mean, come on. Coke Zero sales could have been that bad. Maybe they were that bad. The store the, I buy the it, they usually have like three twelve choices. Yeah, I mean, I think the free market makes stupid choices, but you know. Hey, Natia. Well, I don't know. I'm all conflicted now. I'm all conflicted. We've because now my now my ox you. now my ox is being gored, and I feel differently about it. <laughs> all right. I'm kidding. I'll be back on. I'll be back to uh, the pure free market guy pretty soon. But this this Coke Zero thing has knocked me for a loop. It makes me upset. Hey, we're going to give away during this break $93 to Fargo Court. Uh, Fargo Court. Give us a call, 701-293-9000, Ninth caller gets $93 to Fargo Court. I'm Rob Port. We'll be back right after this break. Don't go away. Welcome back, Rob. Report on 970 WDAY. Winner of the $93 uh, gift, certificate, gift certificate to Fargo Cork was Cheryl O. She was the ninth caller over the break, so congrats, Cheryl. And uh, by the way, stay tuned. 
Coming up on the Jay Thomas Show, uh, you'll have a couple more chances to, uh, or a few more chances, three more chances to win uh, $93 prizes. So uh, stay tuned for that. Listening every hour, celebrating the fact that uh, we are now simulcasting, not just on 970 AM, but also 93.1 FM as well. If you're in the uh, Fargo-Moorhead area, you can uh, tune into the FM signal, which I, I everybody tell me it's crystal clear. It's awesome. Everything I'm hearing, people just loving it. So, uh, But, yeah, we're celebrating that. More prizes coming up. Stay tuned for that. Uh, we're going to talk about the Sunday uh, open law, well, basically the uh, the blue laws, which were deba- debated during the legislative session earlier this year. Uh, that bill was it passed in the state house. It failed in the state senate, and now my guest Brandon Medenwald wants to put it on the statewide ballot. He has a petition that has been approved for circulation. Brandon, how's it going? Great, happy to be here. Uh, tell us about your petition. Is it is it? Uh, tell us what it does. I mean, is it is it basically just a copy of what was proposed in the legis in the legislature? Is it a little bit different? T- tell us what you're trying to accomplish. Absolutely. It's very similar to HB 1163, which was the legislation that uh, came up just a little short in the Senate this year. Uh, For the most part, it repeals the uh, ban on retail sales in the morning. It it repeals the 39 exceptions to said ban. It it repeals the 44 crazy items that you can't buy under any circumstance, even if the business is allowed to be open. The only difference between HB 1163 and what we're doing is we've the specific exception out for the last clause of the Sunday closing law, which says which says that if you are in a lease, think of somebody renting space in a mall, that the lease cannot require you to be open before noon on Sunday. And so we had a lot. We had some people who uh, expressed concern because they're in malls and they don't want to be forced to be open at 11 as a function of their lease because they were relying on the law being uh, the way that it is. So what we do is we say. If your lease has been signed before January 1 of 2019, then the old rules still apply. You can stay closed until Sunday afterwards. Then that's a private matter that you negotiate between you and the people who hold your lease, just the same as everything else you negotiate when you're trying to uh, uh, get sure. your store lease in order. Well, that makes sense. I, I, I think the way to look at this, though, is, is, is this isn't forcing anybody to be open at noon, right? I mean, exactly. Just, yes. It, is, but before uh, noon on Sunday. Voluntary. Right. If you want to, if you. If you want to continue to be closed before noon on Sunday, if you don't want to open on Sunday at all, if you're a private business owner, you could set your hours, and that's that's it. All, all it's saying is that if Absolutely. you do want to be open before noon on Sunday, you can do it, right? Per- permissive piece of policy. Absolutely. So what we're doing is we're removing restrictions. We're allowing for choice. But beyond that, uh, people will still have the same choices. You know, in the restaurant industry, which is exempt from this law already, there are lots of restaurants in the metro and around the state that stay closed on Sunday. That's their choice, even though they could be open. And retail, we would like to follow that exact same strategy. So there are plenty of retailers we've talked to who have said that they like their hours just the way that they are, and they're going to stay exactly the way they are. But they still support this measure. And the reason why they do is because less restrictions is better. Uh, more restrictions is worse. And they want to keep the options open because in the changing nature of retail uh, next year and the year after that could be a very different situation for them. They want to have that flexibility. I know you're in the early going. Have you started collecting signatures? I mean, do you have any, and it hasn't been approved for circulation that long. So, but I mean, do you have any indication how many you're getting so far? Uh, we haven't started collecting yet, but we will. Our first event is going to be Saturday. We're going to be at Castleton Summerfest on Saturday. Uh, so if you're interested, anybody listening to uh, sign our petition, you'll be able to find, in fact, I will be there personally. So you can pick my brain and sign a petition right there. Um, that'll be our first kickoff. But then after that, we will start in uh, Fargo, Grand Forks, Williston, Dickinson. Um, and those will be the first areas we start in and then expanding out through the rest of the parts of the state as the uh, year goes on. 
I, I support this policy change. I'm not big on initiated measures in general, but since the process exists, I, I agree with this particular change in policy. I think it's the right direction for our state to take. But playing devil's advocate, let me just run you through some of the arguments that we've heard against this change in the past and, and let you respond to them. One thing that people often say is, is you know, in relation to the worker, and it's sure, sort of related to the debate we've seen around the, the Black Friday openings and stuff like that, it's that the retail workers – want some time off they don't want to have to work before noon on sunday um you know i i i heard and and there was certainly testimony before the legislature from some retail workers saying we don't want to have to be made to work before sunday we consider that family time it's the one time during the week where you know we we can't be made to work so just leave it alone what's your response to people making that argument well um what i always tell people when that argument is presented is is that you have the choice essentially um, on some level as to when you're going to work. And, you know, I know that they say, well, retailers are sometimes forced to work. It's very important to note that this law does not stop anyone from working. If you drive by a big box retailer at 8 a.m. on a Sunday, you'll notice there are plenty of cars in that parking lot. And that's because the people are still working. They're there stocking shelves, doing inventory, cleaning the store, etc. This law has no prohibition against working. It only has a prohibition against us actually being able to shop. So what the law does is it strips away the business's ability to make any money. And it strips away the ability of people like me, just regular citizens, from being able to run an errand on my way home from church. So, um, so I mean, to that fact, there are some people who do also want to work on Sundays. And so when you're crafting law, you have to really decide uh, how many people are you going to include in this group. And so it's it's kind of it should not be the place of the government to choose that. Well, there are people who want to work, but they can't work because there are some people who don't want to work and want to be forced not to. So what we advocate for is, you know, I can give several examples of people who are already working on Sundays in the non-retail sector. And then there are examples of people who are working on Sundays in the retail sector. And then there are examples of people who want to work on Sundays. Maybe they're providing for their family. Maybe they're a single parent and they have a car bill they have to take care of. Maybe daycare is less expensive for them because they have a parent home on Sunday and they can pick up those extra hours. Maybe you're a college student um, who can't work during the week because you have classes to attend to. So there are lots of examples of people who do want to work. So for the people who don't want to, um, I totally sympathize with them. And we have lots of labor laws, um, including the one day and seven law, to try to protect people who have religious obligations. But, um, yeah, that's that would be basically my response. Talking to Brandon Mendenwald, it's North Dakota Open Sunday. It's the ballot measure uh, just just approved for circulation, which would repeal uh, North Dakota blue laws, basically allow Sunday openings, which are currently prohibited. 701-293-9000 if you want to weigh in. 888-970-9329. Email talk at WDAY.com. we got a few minutes left. Brandon, you, you talked about all of the exemptions to the law that already existed, and I think that's something a lot of people don't think about when they think about Sunday openings. You know, they, they think it's it, we've been chipping away at this for a for a while. I mean, there's there's all sorts of loopholes and there are a lot of places that are open. I mean, you can go to a gas station and, you mm-hmm. know, they're 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 under no prohibition and you can buy all sorts of stuff in gas station convenience stores these days. I, I, tell us about some of these exemptions, because I, I, th- I think the list the, the list of, of the exemptions, I think, illustrates sort of the absurdity of why we're still keeping this law around when we've so so severely undermined it. I couldn't agree more. So in the law is 39 acceptable businesses that are allowed to uh, be open on Sunday mornings. And it is a lot of the businesses you're aware of, hospitals and um, convenience stores, power stations, newspaper and radio, 
um, you know, things of that nature, retirement centers, example. But then there are some strange ones, of course. Uh, so, you know, there's a special carve-out for the way bingo parlor- parlors can operate. There's a carve-out for somebody running a Christmas tree stand. Uh, they're allowed to be operating. There is a carve-out for bait shops being allowed to operate on Sunday mornings. And so that is uh, a long-winded way of showing how over the last over 100 years, the legislature, realizing this law doesn't work, have tried to poke holes in it to try to make it more palatable to the uh, people of North Dakota. And our stance has been from the beginning that if you have to Swiss cheese law of this nature, you're just never going to find a way to make it for yeah. everybody. And retail is already complicated, getting more complicated. I mean, your point about the gas stations, uh, a convenience store at a gas station looks an awful lot like a grocery store, looks an awful lot like a dollar store. They sell a sure. lot of the exact same items. Except yep. the grocery store and the gas station are allowed to be open and the dollar store is forced to be closed. Yeah, and it's 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 absurd. 701-293-9000, email talk, WDAY.com. Caller, Bob, you're up. Yeah, well, it's not just a family day. It should be closed all day long, but it says, uh, you know, even the Ten Commandments says you should rest one day, and that's, that's everybody. But what, about, and, but what about people who aren't Christian, Bob? What about people who's, who have a Sabbath that's another day of the week? Well... That is uh, Jeremiah ten two says, "Do not do as the heathen do." So, the heathen are going to well, do whatever they want to do. Well, but, we don't, we don't, we don't have an established religion in this country. I mean, I understand maybe maybe that's what your religion says, but not everybody well, is of your religion. A Christian nation. And, well, we're not. We're a, we're a secular nation. Yeah. Well, it's still. Yeah, and if I can. Yeah, and if I can step in for a moment, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, You know, what we're for is for freedom for you to worship when you want to worship. There are many people who worship on Saturday nights, some of of them because they have something going on on Sunday, and so they get their worshiping done on Saturday night. There are people who worship on Wednesday night. So what we believe is that the state shouldn't tell you when you're going to worship. You should worship when you when you do, because believing in, um, in the Christian faith, or in any faith for that matter, it's a seven-day, 24-hour-a-week job. Um, you know, you're, if, you're, if you're believing in that, you're living your faith every single day, and so we just don't believe the state should tell you when you have to live, live, live your faith for that just 12-hour period. But, but that way you'd never get a day of rest anyhow, because, because it would be uh, free for anyone. But the Bible says... Well, not, nothing, nothing's God, stopping God you from says, taking a day of rest if you want to, Bob. God. Well, nothing's stopping you from taking a day of rest if you if you want to, Bob. That's that's your choice. And and Brandon, I think again, that is. Thanks for the call, Bob. That that is the the point of the ballot measure. It's it's a, it's a permissive law. It's saying if you want to be open, you can be open. If you want to be closed, you can be closed. It's up to you. You decide. If you want to shop, shop. If you want to stay home and worship, or go to church or whatever, you can do what you want to do. And 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 ultimately, if we are to be a free country, I think that's what we have to aspire to. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, ultimately, the decision is yours on how you live your life. We have uh, your freedom of will to be able to choose for yourself what's best for you. And um, whether you're raising a family, whether you're uh, in a marriage, whether you're a religious individual who is worshiping, you have to make those choices every day. And just because the state says you have a 12-hour period that you can do these things doesn't make you a good family person, doesn't make you a good religious person, if if that's all you're looking for is those 12 hours. These are full-time jobs that people have to do. And therefore, they should be allowed to schedule around however they have to schedule around. I mean, right now, if you own a retail business and you're forced to be open at noon, uh, that's the earliest you could open. Um, And so you're trying to run a retail establishment and you're open from noon to five. Um, If you wanted to open at 10 a.m. instead of noon and only be open till three so you could spend Sunday evening with your family, the state currently makes that impossible. And that's what we feel like we need to change.
Yeah, I agree with you. Oh, well, Brandon, it's uh, North Dakota Open Sunday. I'm sure people can Google that, find it on Facebook. Uh, good luck. All right, thanks a lot, Rob. It was great being here. That's uh, Brandon Medenwald. More to come straight ahead. We'll wrap the show up right after this. 701-293-9000 if you want to weigh in. 888-970-9329. Don't go away. Welcome back. Rob Report here on 970 WDAY AM and 93.1 FM. 701-293-9000 if you want to join the program. 888-970-9329. We're talking about the uh, Blue Laws ballot measure to uh, repeal the state's uh, Sunday close law. Uh, we're, um, we're talking to Brandon Menwald, who's organizing that effort in the last segment. Uh, Judy emails, if Sunday is a day of rest for everyone, where would people go for breakfast after church? That's a good point. You know, that food's got to be prepped. You know, the cooks and that, they're showing up well before the restaurant actually opens to serve people. Where's their day of rest? You know, it's it's just a little hypocritical now. I mean, we've been chipping away at this law for a long time. The idea that it's really a day of rest for for everybody is a little silly at this point. We may as well just embrace reality. Uh, caller Scott wants to weigh in. Go ahead, Scott. What's up? Hi, buddy. Yeah, I'm from Hyannisport, Massachusetts. Remember back in the early '70s, they did away with their blue law. Okay. What it did was they took the population of the people that had time to go to church away by 90%. And it also made the town, over time, more dangerous because people weren't thinking good anymore. It's like, church, no big deal. And that's pretty much, I think. That sounds like a stretch. That sounds like a bit of a stretch. I don't I don't think I don't we're going to see an uptick in crime. You know, well, I would have, I would, I would have, is, you know, well, I don't, I don't want to. You know, yeah, it's going to go away. There's no problem with that, but. You know, you gotta if you if you're preaching about the keeping it or whatever, bro. I think it's up to a person to go to church or not. You know? Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's an individual choice. Thanks for the call, Scott. I, I would have to see some data on on connecting uh, increases in crime or, or decrease in public safety related to blue laws. Natil, I'm not sure I'm buying that. Yeah, I guess I don't. I don't know. And New England is a very different place than North Dakota in and of itself. And I tell you what, I used to work retail and I worked on Sundays. I was a low level management position. I had to be at my store by 11 to have the store prepped and ready to open. And the church that I was going to at the time, I was attending the uh, Universal Unitarian Church. Their service started at 11. So I couldn't attend my church because I worked on Sundays pretty much every Sunday. Retail's tough. Retail's a tough job. I worked retail. It's tough. So it didn't right. matter that, that the store didn't open till noon. I was still at work. It's just the way I, it I got a whole, I got a whole bunch of people who agree with me in email here about Coke Zero. Uh, William emails, I am a, I am upset about it also, talking about Coke taking, uh, possibly taking Coke Zero off the market. He continues, I switched from Coke to Coke Zero four years ago. Now what the heck? Hopefully it'll be okay. Well, I'm hoping to, William. Uh, let's see. Dave emails. Hey, Rob, uh, I agree with you both about Coke Zero and Pepsi products. My position on Pepsi products is they generally suck. Uh, being diabetic, I must drink sugar-free beverages and found Coke Zero to be the closest to regular Coke. I do not care for Diet Coke either. I also do not believe that the current classic Coke being sold is the original formula from the 70s. That stuff would bring tears to your eyes if you tried to make more, take more than two swallows at a time. And that could be. I never drank Coke in the 70s. I wasn't born until 1980, but... 
I don't know. Maybe maybe it has changed. I guess I don't know. Uh, Trevor emails, what's whatever syrup cartridges they're using in those new Coke freestyle machines, that does not taste like Coke at all. Boy, I agree with that. That doesn't it, – it doesn't – have you had that out of the freestyle machines? I like I the freestyle machines, but I like the freestyle machines because I like to use, like, the whatever it is. It doesn't taste the same, whatever, though. And then I, I stick... it, it, tastes, it tastes very different. Yeah, but you, when you go to the freestyle machine, it's all, it's all about getting, like, the Sprite and then putting in whatever neat fruit thing you want to put in it because then you yeah, get, like, a true. peach soda. Uh, another emailer says, uh, Rob, I agree with the Coke Zero thing. Coke Zero was a top forty, top 10 excuse me, soda last year. Uh, Coke is basically calling the consumer stupid that we don't realize Coke Zero has no sugar, uh, but the new packaging is awesome looking for Coke Zero sugar. Yeah, the new packaging looks cool. I just, I don't know. I like Coke Zero. Uh, Douglas says, Dr. Pepper is a wholly owned subsidiary of the Dr. Pepper Snapple Group. It is not owned by Pepsi. I was wrong. I we, we got a caller that corrected me on that too. I I just assumed because Dr Pepper when Pepsi goes if on sale, if it's not Coke, it must be Pepsi. Well, no, because when Dr Pepper when Pepsi goes on sale, Dr Pepper's on sale too. Oh, I don't know. So that's why I assumed that. It's very complicated. Jay Thomas show coming up next. Make sure uh, you tune in every hour. We're still giving away ninety three dollars in prizes, so stay tuned for that as well. You can always catch me here one to two p.m. Monday through Friday on nine seventy WDAY and ninety three point one FM, or twenty four hours a day, seven days a week at sayanythingblog.com, North Dakota's most popular political blog. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again.